Podcast Network Asia. Today's ocean adventure story is brought to you by Grounded Radio, a Globe Studios podcast, in partnership with Habilin and Podcast Network Asia. To find out more about Habilin, head on over to Habilin on Instagram or tayo.com.ph. You are now listening to part four of the Adventures of Alan. Make sure you're all caught up with the previous episode of Grounded Radio before moving forward. Happy listening and learning! So now that you've learned the basics, are you ready for your open water dive? Ask Tita Sanaya. Alan and Tito Amana both answered with a loud yes. yes! But before we proceed, I just want to remind everyone that our classes only cover the basic principles of scuba diving. If you're interested in a more advanced class in scuba diving, just ask us about it after the open water dive. Tita Sanaya reminded them. Finally, they all climbed aboard a boat that was twice as big as the one they used the other day. The sky was as clear as the water beneath them. That is a perfect sign of good weather. Hey, you seem jittery, Alan. What's the matter? I don't know. I feel excited, but I'm also nervous. Son, you don't need to dive if you don't want to. No, it's okay. I really want to dive, Dad. All right. I hope you're all set with your diving gears now. I am confident that each of you is now ready to apply all the basics of scuba diving. Since this is still part of the class, we're going to assign an instructor as your buddy. Just a few meters from the shore, the boat slowed down and came to a full stop. Alan's cold feet seems to have vanished as his eyes gave away the excitement that he had been keeping inside him. Earlier, we learned that the best time to dive is during slack time at high tide. Can anyone tell us the reason behind it? The one who gets it right will win a popsicle later! Everyone raised their hands as though she had said the magic words. Alright, Alan! Show us what you've learned. Alan cheered when he was called and was eager to test himself on his knowledge. Yay! It is best to dive during this time because the water is actually clear during high tide. And slack time means that there is less disturbance in the waters, right? That's my boy. Alan's dad eagerly exclaimed, proud of what his son had learned in such a short amount of time. You got that right, Alan. I owe you a popsicle later. Everyone cheered for Alan and Alan basked in his happiness. Final reminder before a dive, please don't wait for your oxygen tank to be empty before ascending. And I hope you still remember the hand signals so that we can communicate better underwater. Karis Kim threw her notes one last time to make sure that she would not forget the hand signals to communicate while diving. Are you ready, son? Alan's dad asked as he waited for his turn to get in the water. Alan gave his dad a thumbs up and a big smile before submerging into the sea. As soon as he was in the water, he was completely stunned by what he saw. The scene was not even close to what he was expecting. There were plenty of fish with many different and bright colors, but in contrast, the corals seemed to be lifeless. The corals were not reds or yellows or blues anymore. Most of them were gray, and Alan was underwhelmed and felt a little bit sad because of this. Kara, who loved diving and being around underwater life forms, was also sad to see. 
the corals looking so colorless. She was used to seeing corals with such vibrant colors. So this was a shock to her. But even in spite of her dismay, she continued to appreciate the other life forms she saw. The fish, the starfish, the sea urchins, and so much more. With her appreciation and love for the underwater world, she began to realize at this moment that she wanted to take action to preserve the ocean. After they had been diving for a while and swam through the dive site, Tara and Alan gave their instructor the thumbs up hand sign, signaling that they were ready to ascend. Once they were all back on the boat, Kara and Alan overheard a conversation between their parents. Our organization is actually in need of divers. We can provide the classes that you will need to help you process your license if you want to volunteer. Tita Sanaya said to Tito Amano. What are they talking about? Kara asked Alan. Dad wants to take on a new job in ecotourism and your mom is offering him a volunteer job in their organization. Alan flatly replied, Wow, that's great! But why do you seem gloomy? Aren't you happy for your dad? She asked Alan. That's not it. It's just that I was saddened by what I saw earlier underwater. <sighs> he heaved a sigh, catching the attention of their parents. Hey son, what's the matter? How was your first diving experience? Tito Amano asked. Alan sighed. Well, before we went diving, I was excited to see the vibrant corals up close. I had great expectations since we were actually able to see some when we went snorkeling. So, when I saw corals here, I felt disappointed. If only they were being taken care of, they wouldn't be dying and losing their life and colors. Alan explained softly. Kara agreed and said, you know, in our science class, we learned that corals are the unsung heroes of the ocean. Honestly, I don't think humans could survive without the corals. Coral. Corals have a purpose way beyond the beauty they provide to the human eye. Not only are they the home of various sea creatures, they are also responsible for the protection of our coastline. Here are five reasons why we should protect our coral reef. Number one. They support biodiversity. Did you know that coral reefs are among the most diverse ecosystems on the planet? By supporting a wide variety of marine plants and animals, they help in balancing the relationships among organisms, thus keeping diversity and abundance of marine life. Number two, they are an essential source of food. Coral reefs house most of our favorite seafood, such as fish, clams, lobsters, among many more. These sea creatures rely on coral reefs for their survival. Number three, they are a source of groundbreaking medical research. Some species living in the coral reefs are found to be sources of medicines being developed to cure cancer, arthritis, Alzheimer's disease, and heart diseases, among many others. Coral reefs are even sometimes considered as medicine cabinets of the 21st century. Number four, they help our economy. Coral reefs are an important source of income for the Filipinos. They provide employment for tourism, marine recreation, fisheries, and more. Alan's and Kara's parents are among the many who are directly affected by the depletion of marine resources such as coral reefs because their jobs rely on these. Number five, they help us endure climate change. Corals protect our coastlines from severe storms and surges brought by the worsening of climate change. 
Did you know that on average, only 3% of wave energy makes it pass through the reefs? If not for coral reefs, civilizations by the coast would not be possible. Now you know why Alan and Kara are worried about the coral's condition. Kara is right. We humans are dependent on corals more than we are aware of. Well, the reason why the corals we saw today are white is because of a phenomenon called coral bleaching. Do you know what coral bleaching is? Tita Sanaya explained to the kids. Oh, I remember our science teacher saying something about that. What is it again, Alan? Kara said. I think it means that corals normally lose their colors when the water they live in becomes too affected by climate change. Alan answered. You're right, Alan. When corals are exposed to these conditions, they expel the algae living in them, causing them to turn white. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they are dead. Tita Sanaya added. I remember now. I think our teacher also mentioned that when corals undergo bleaching, they're more prone to death when they become stressed for too long. Kara explained. Wow, it's nice that you kids know these things. Tito Amano said, amazed at the kids' knowledge about coral bleaching. I actually wasn't aware of how bad coral bleaching was until today. I'm just grateful I was able to witness it with my own eyes. The least that I could do now is to raise awareness about these things. Kara said. Tito Amano squatted down in front of his son and held his hands. I'm sorry, Anak. I know I'm at fault too. I wasn't aware these things were happening in our waters, but it's a good thing that you made me open my eyes, so thank you. Tito Amano said to Alan. Tito, I don't think it's all your fault. You just want to give Tito and Alan the life they deserve, right? You're doing your part by choosing not to use explosives for fishing anymore. Kara butted in, reassuring Tito Amano. Alan nodded his head and placed his hand on his dad's shoulder. Kara's right, Dad. I'm grateful and proud of you for doing these things for me and Mom. But I hope you consider Tito Sanaya's offer at their organization. Alan reassured his dad. Tito Amano scratched his head and happily said, I'm actually starting next week. Alan's eyes widened and he jumped into his dad and hugged him. That's great, Dad. Can I go with you when you go diving? Alan asked, the excitement aglow in his face. Well, that depends on whether you're a good son or not. He joked, the four of them <laughs> laughing. By the way, Tita Sanaya, I haven't forgotten the popsicle you promised me. Tita Sanaya acted as if she heard nothing and went to her spot to start the engine of the boat. All in all, it was a great day for the four of them. The boat ride back to the shore went by smoothly. The sky was painted with a vibrant orange with a touch of pink and clouds emitting the vibrant colors everywhere. They even sighted some flying fish on their way back. That night, Alan had a dream that he was diving underwater with five other people. He recognized them as his dad, Tita Sanaya, and Kara. He then realized that in his dream, Kara was a grown-up, and so was he. He was already a licensed dive instructor. He also noticed that there were two other kids with him. Underwater, he looked around and saw the happy corals around him. They looked very happy and alive. It was as if he could see all the colors of the rainbow on all of them. And there were fish too, plenty of them. He saw a school of clownfish, his favorite. Oh. And there were turtles as well. The biodiversity of the ocean was as rich as ever in his dream. 
A few meters from him, he saw a little boy, his buddy, signaling him an okay with his hands. Only when he sat closer to him, when he saw the boy's face. It was him! It was Alan, the younger version of him, wearing the same suit he wore earlier that day on his first dive. His dream felt so real. It felt like he had jumped into his own future. His heart was more than happy basking in the hope that this very dream would be a foreshadowing of what the future holds for him, as well as the amazing underwater world. Alon was narrated by Vanessa Vergara, starring Zach Tantoko as Alon, Sophie Faith as Kara, Marie Field Faith as Sunaya, and Devin Lopez as Amano. Sound engineered and edited by Christopher Gomez and produced by Bianca Almendares of Podcast Network Asia. We hope you enjoyed learning about scuba diving, climate change, and caring for our ocean. We had a blast sharing all of these ocean adventure stories with you and can't wait to welcome you back on the next season of Grounded Kids by Grounded Radio, a Globe Studios podcast. This podcast episode is based on or is inspired by true events, unless otherwise indicated. All the names, characters, businesses, places, events, and incidents in this podcast are either the product of the podcast creator's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental.